Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Hold on one sec. We're having difficulties with this theme. Okay. Welcome to the debut episode of TNA Main Event. The number is 1724-444-7444. The ID number is 142131. Press pound, press one, and you can talk to 
the very classy lady, the host, MLD, or her co-host, sidekick, the King NBO, GTS. Hello, Gerard. How are you? I'm good. Good. Um, as we all know, this week in TNA, uh, the show was uh, pretty exciting, had some uh, trending stories that were people were not very happy about, but we'll go ahead and get started on that. Um, also, uh, the next pay-per-view for TNA is Bound for Glory, which is October 2nd, which we'll hit up on and talk about that a little bit as well, too. Um, <clears throat> this week, we had a heel turn in TNA of Drew Galloway. Um, after his incident the week prior um, with his match with EC3, after the match, he turned on the special guest referee, uh, Aaron Rex, as everyone formerly knows him as Damian Sandow in WWE. Um, so he made a heel turn. He explained his uh, actions this week on TNA, stating that um, whatever goes around comes around, basically. Whatever, you don't know what you have until it's gone. Um, I think this is an amazing part good part on TNAs for turning Galloway heel because I think that every wrestler, no matter which division, that the fans should see both sides of the character that they can play. Um, Gerard, I know you as being a big heel fan, I'm sure you were excited that Galloway made the heel turn and he's having that dark, deep, uh, pissed-off revenge mode as well. Yeah, uh, I always thought that uh, Galloway should be heel, um, and uh, I hope they push him right to the moon because that's where he should be, his great talent, and uh, he's very underrated. Very, very much so. I agree with that, very underrated. Um, Also wanted to hit upon the uh, Mike Bennett, well, it was the main event, Mike Bennett versus Bobby Lashley match. As we all know, we're seeing backstage Bobby, uh, not Bobby Lashley, Mike Bennett was talking to Moose, which was his partner, sidekick. Uh, he was the one that brought Moose back to return to TNA. Uh, there was a special weapon that they used between the two that Moose returned with. And during the match, which was a which was a no disqualification, no, oh my gosh, I can't talk. No disqualification match between the two. Um, Towards the end, Mike Bennett reached for Moose to give him the weapon to use against Lashley. He pulled from Mike Bennett. When Mike Bennett turned, Lashley speared him, and, of course, Bobby Lashley retained his title. Um, So I guess my question really is, will, will there be a rematch between these two next week? I can't remember if they said there was going to be. I don't think I don't think there was. I think it was a different main event, which was the tag title thing. Um, will there be a rematch between them two? Will Moose side with Bennett or Lashley, or will he surprise everybody and turn on them both and go on his own and go for a title on his own? What do you? What are your thoughts, Gerard? Both the Moose. Bennett thing? Yes. 
uh, I'll have to admit, I don't, the only things about TNA I see is what I see in the news and stuff, so, because, uh, I don't have the channel here in Canada, so I don't really get to watch it, um, but, uh, what you were saying, it sounds, uh, a pretty good description, so, uh, but uh, I'm a big fan of Bennett, uh, like you are, um, so anything he does, I'm I'm kind of a fan of. Right. Agree. Um, also, we had the uh, the knockouts division, uh, the celebration of Allie winning the women's uh, the knockouts division championship the week prior. Uh, she thought that Maria was setting up a celebration segment for her winning the match when, in all reality, her and Sienna came out. Sienna wanted to attack Allie uh, because <coughs> for her actions of knocking Sienna out of the ring the week prior to win the belt, and Maria made her leave, and Maria basically, <coughs> sorry, um, made Allie lay down and let Maria pin her to win the championship. This has been a uh, a very uh, high-trending story. Uh, a lot of ticked-off TNA fans on this. Um, but I guess my thing to say to them would be uh, she is the wife of a great heel that is in TNA right now. Um, she's playing the part very well, too. Um it's going to probably eventually lead up to her and Gail Kim again for the title <laughs> because Gail Kim's going to want another run for that title. Um, another one that I think is another top contender for the knockout belt that seems to be keep getting overlooked and is very underrated in TNA as well as Jade. Uh, I think that she is she's got very, very great... Uh, star quality, she's, you know, top-notch, and they keep messing her over, and I, I don't understand that. Um, did you have any thoughts and opinions on that, George? Um, I'd like to know where it's going to go, because Maria can't really wrestle, right? Or She can. Uh, she can, but... My thoughts were I thought she was just the the lead of the knockout division. I didn't think she was actually going to compete right now. Because, you know, yeah, but, she's got a broken wrist still. Oh, but she's not that good, right? Because in ROH, she never fought very much, or did she? No, not at all. Well, there was no I, women, I guess, there either, but... No, yeah. I thought and, she was just basically eye candy, but... Well... Yeah, pretty much. She pretty much is, really. That's why she was WWE, too. Where is it going to go? Like, so... Is is Allie face right now? Allie is Maria's assistant. Okay. So, really, she wasn't portraying a wrestler. Well, we all know that she was a wrestler. Oh, still is a wrestler and is married to a wrestler. Um... But she's only been Maria's assistant. So oh, far. so she has never wrestled yet. No, not yet. She's not showed her true qualities yet. No. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. She's actually a great wrestler. So I hope they, 
I'd like to see Gail Kim and Cherry Bomb go at it. Yeah, you know, I think it might lead to a triple threat between Maria, Allie, Cherry Bomb. You know, most people know her by that. Most people don't. Um, and Gail Kim. And I wonder if when that triple threat happens, is Allie going to really come alive and show her true potential and stop talking with that damn high, squeaky, god-awful voice of hers that she has right now. It's terrible. So I'm wondering if it's going to lead up to a three-way for them, which would be great, I think, because it would bring some heat, you know, which is what they need right now. Um, <clears throat> so like I said, that's the, top, the number one top trending story uh, in TNA is, well, as far as the women go, the the trending, number one trending story is Galloway turning heel. And <coughs> Sorry. I have a tickle on my throat. <laughs> and um, will there be a rematch between Mike Bennett and Bobby Lashley? Which side will Moose take or will he go on his own? So that's the turning story. That's the questions that a lot of people are wanting to be answered on next week's show. So Hopefully that will happen so that everybody can get the answers that they want to get from that. Um, also, uh, Decay are the current tag team uh, title holders. They face uh, Broken Matt and Jeff Hardy at Bound for Glory for the titles. But next week they have just a regular original match between the two. Um as we saw, I think it was probably two weeks, maybe three weeks prior now, um, <clears throat> there was a segment between um, Rosemary and Bram, uh, seemingly like a little love story starting between the two. And they went to this barn that was off the road, you know, sitting, talking. He finally looks at her and called her crazy. She snaps, crazy Steve and Abyss came in, took him out. They basically put him in the trunk of the car, and here it is three weeks later. No one has seen Bram, and he hasn't returned. Um, But the K has returned and been in the ring. Um, I think this is a really good ongoing feud, and I do wonder if Bram will return next week, or will he return at Bound for Glory and cost the K the belt? What What would you like to see happen? I would like to see Bram join Decay and cost the Hardys the belt. Oh, really? That would be interesting. See, I think that's been the thing all along is that that's what Rosemary wanted is she wanted Bram to join Decay to make them a bigger faction. But he kept resisting and resisting and resisting. And now either it's going to be just like you said, he's going to come back and he's going to join them or is he going to come back mad and wanting revenge and he's going to cost them that belt because he knows that they cherish those belts and, you know, I don't know. It's going to be a really, really good match. It's been a really good segment feud between those <clears throat> individuals so far. So I guess the answers will be coming out maybe next week, but definitely bound for glory. It'll definitely come out then. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, last week's show also, oh, the X Division 
Um, I want to talk about this for a few minutes, too, because uh, I'm a little pissed off where they're going with X Division because, as we know, DJ Z is now the current X Division title holder, which is great. He's a great performer. He, you know, he, he does well. He's just not one of my favorites. I'm not a big fan of his. But um, you had, you know, someone such as Braxton Sutter, a.k.a. Pepper Parks, um, who was in this division run. Uh, and then you had, uh, you know, uh, Andrews and Everett and the other kid. I can't think of his name right now. He's, he's fairly new. And then you had... Um, Eddie Edwards was supposed to be in it, but they took him out and they replaced him with Rockstar Spud, which Rockstar Spud, I, I don't understand why they put him in that uh, title run either. Um, my thing is is that Braxton Sutter, you know, most people may or may not know him, but he, he did go by Pepper Parks um, and ROH, right? ROH? No, well, maybe, but he started in TNA as Pepper Parks, too. Yes. Um, and I think he did Pepper Parks in the Indies, I think. The Indies, thank you, yes, thank you. Um, I think he was in ROH, but it wasn't a very long run, but he was known as Pepper Parks then. Um, I think he is a very underrated superstar. He always has been in any division that he's been in. I honestly was rooting for him to win that division, but I know right now the pull is for DJZ because – he is the number one contender. Um, everybody likes him. They support him. And, and that's fine. I get it. But it's like, you know, sometimes the underdogs out there deserve a chance as well. And I don't feel that they're getting the chance that they need to get. What do you think? Um, yeah, I think uh, Pepper Parr should have a bigger shot uh, in the company. Um, and I never really like DJ Z or whatever his name is either. So mm-hmm. it's whatever. They they gotta know where to put the right pieces to the puzzle. Mm, that's true. That's very very true. Um, another thing was um, uh, as we all know, I don't know if there's a story that we've touched on maybe on other shows, but. You know, since this is a new TNA show, as we all know, three weeks ago, maybe four, maybe it's been four weeks ago now. I'm not really sure. Um, there was a title for title match against Bobby Lashley and the Cowboy James Storm. Uh, of course, as we know, Bobby Lashley won both. Uh, James Storm came out, felt that the referee was being unfair, and he was. He was being very unfair, and he felt like he should have won both titles and. I agree. I think he should have, too, because he did have him pinned and the ref looked the other way. Um, So Billy Corgan came out because James Storm had called him out and said and demanded a rematch, and he told him that he would think about giving him a rematch, but he didn't give him a rematch because he ended up calling security guards out there because James Storm got a little heated, as we all know how James Storm character goes. Um, he is very passionate about the business. He's been doing it for a long time. And security guards came out there, were surrounding him, 
he had a beer bottle that was sitting on, <coughs> excuse me, the little table in the corner, and he picked it up and he smashed it over the security guard's head, and was leaving the ring. Billy Corrigan turned turned to him and called out his name and said that the cowboy James Storm was indefinitely suspended from TNA for good. Uh, my opinion on that, I think it was crap. Uh, James Storm has been in TNA for a very, very, very long time. Uh, I think that's a very tremendous loss for TNA because he is a great uh, individual superstar. As we all know, he was with his former tag team partner, Bobby Roode, which made up beer money, uh, one of the best tag teams ever in TNA. Um, now the question is, where do we think, where do we think James Storm is, is going to go? Uh, will he come back? Not necessarily, he's not going to come back to TNA, but, you know, which division will they put him in? Will he go to Raw? Will he go to SmackDown? Will he go to NXT? You know, will he go somewhere else? Will he manage? You know, um, I personally would like to see him come back and wrestle somewhere again because wrestling is just not wrestling without Cowboy James Storm for me. That's just my opinion. Um and also, as we all know, uh, we've said on other shows, we're going to say on this one since it's the debut of TNA. Um, and I'll get your thoughts in just a minute, George. Bear with me. Um, Bobby Roode and Eric Young at the same time both left TNA. Bobby Roode, uh, what was it, probably a couple weeks ago now, made his debut in NXT um, as the glorious one, Bobby Roode. Um Excellent, excellent debut by him. Fabulous music. Um, it, it's like trending and and catchy to everybody. Um, and then Eric Young, I think he signed with NXT as well, but it's not yet made his debut that I know of. So in your opinion, George, do you think that we will see James Storm wrestle in another division? If so, where would you like to well, where would you like for him to go? And if you want to touch up and say a few things about Bobby Roode's debut in NXT, please, I'd love to hear what you have to say. Yeah, um, I think James Storm will go to uh, NXT if they offer more money. If not, then maybe he'll show up in ROH. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bobby Roode, uh, great all around. He always has been. I was a big fan of him since he debuted in TNA as Team Canada. Um, I watched his career grow over all the years. So uh, he is the it factor. And uh, Eric Young. Uh, same with him. I watch him grow, and uh, he's a great talent as well. I, I agree, and I like to see, like I said, you know, very great talent like that to be utilized, right? And I don't think Bobby Roode will stay in NXT long. I don't think Eric Young will stay in NXT long. I would be very, very curious as to see where they go with both of those. Um, I think Bobby Roode should come to SmackDown. I think he's a perfect fit for him. Uh, if Eric Young were to come up to the uh, 
main roster as well, I, I, I definitely would see them putting him mm, probably Raw, not in it, not uh, oh my God, NXT, not SmackDown. Um, but you know, like I said, I guess we're gonna hopefully see very soon where that goes because I know it's been trending on Twitter. Uh, too, that, you know, where do you want to see Bobby Roode go if he comes to the main roster, Raw, SmackDown, oh, right now, I think it's like an 11% lead on him, uh, on the fans wanting him to go to SmackDown. Eric Young, they want him to go to ROH. That's what the the thing said. They don't want him in WWE, or uh, they don't want him on Raw or SmackDown. They want him to go to ROH. They think that's a better fit for him. I mean, I, I understand, I get it, but Still, I think that he should come to the main roster as well. <laughs> if you don't mind, Gerard, would you do the plug? I'll be right back. Yes, I can. One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. The ID number is one four two one three one. Press pound, press one, and you can talk to any of us right now. Thank you very much. My apologies. I had to get some drink. I have this this weather change is messing with me. I think something like that. I'm not really sure. So um, right now, up to date, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions about TNA to get your thoughts and opinions on. Um, any superstars that you feel are underrated on TNA right now? Uh, yeah, number one, Drew Galloway. Definitely, I agree with that. Um, and also, you know, Pepper Parks, Braxton Sutter, how, what, how, whatever you want to go knowing by now, you know, I think he's very underrated as well. Um. It, and also, there was something to, uh, uh, you know, any of the old superstars from TNA that were on that are not there no more that you would love to see return, even if they return just for a little bit or permanently, you know, one show, maybe, you know, just one pay-per-view. Do you have any in mind that you can think of that you would love to see return? Um, let me think. Uh, it's a hard question. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, but see, it's getting to be where TNA is kind of slipping now. Why, like, would you mm-hmm. want to go there for mm-hmm. less money? Well, if you're not a high talent, um, no, I can't really think of anybody. Yeah, you know me. Either. The only one I could think of is James Storm because, like I said, I, I missed him, and I actually missed him and Bobby Roode as Beer Money. Uh, I thought they were, you know, great main headliners for the show. Uh, but I understand that Bobby Roode wanted to move on to a different uh, brand, you know, different different direction, all that, which is fine. Uh, just really didn't think that they would 
do uh, put him in NXT. Here's another question for you, too. So NXT superstars that were drafted to Raw and SmackDown. Uh, as we know, Finn Balor was number one choice for Raw. Uh, the American Alphas. Uh, gosh, who else? Um, oh, poop. It'll come to me. <laughs> uh, I don't remember now. Well, anyways, you, you remember who the superstars were that came up to the roster. Were were there some other NXT superstars, in your opinion, that you felt like should have been drafted as well? Were there some that were drafted you didn't think should have came? From TNA, you mean? That went to NXT? No, no, no. That went That were drafted from NXT to the main roster of WWE and SmackDown. This is a TNA show, though, I thought. No, I know, but I, I'm just asking this question out of Oh, curiosity. okay. Um, yeah. yeah, there was a few, and uh, Austin Aries, Samoa Joe, um, who else has been there for a while? Uh, Nakamura. No, well, he hasn't been there that long, Nakamura. Yeah, but I mean, I'm surprised that you know he wouldn't be a choice because he has such. Yeah, a huge but you got to give them a bit of a run there before. Right, right. Like you pluck him out, I guess. But uh, you got that right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he scared me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I will let Gerard do the introduction. (laughs) 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 Go ahead, Gerard. I'm going to my system. You go ahead. (laughs) Well, like I said, uh, I I will take a, a, a little bit of a briefer, and I will let Gerard do an introduction, and I'll be right back. Welcome to the show, Chad the Boss Hinshaw. Howdy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mentioned something about popping on here, and uh, I didn't have anything else to do Okay, I'm back. So, Chad, some questions that we were asking, and I'll ask you to get your opinion on Rockwell. Sure, um, go ahead. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, as we as we saw this week, it was a heel turn for Drew Galloway. Uh, yes. Your thoughts and opinions on TNA making that move of turning Drew Galloway heel? Uh, well, seeing as how uh, TNA's been uh, trying to do, trying to improve the product, um, i say that this is, I think, one one major step. I mean, I thought, I thought he was 
I thought he was okay as a heel in WWE, but I mean, he's from stories I've read, he is <laughs> twice, uh, twice, twice, uh, twice. You, you, you'll get what I'm when I'm saying. He's right. twice as bad, but that is a good thing, of course, in TNA. Uh, but I think since being here, I think it's brought a whole lot more in him than it, than it did when he was uh, Drew McIntyre in WWE. Absolutely. And, I mean, that's the number one turning story right now, like I said, is that everybody's, uh, you know, very, some are upset of the fact that he made the turn. I don't know if you know the story, what led up to it, but a couple of weeks ago, <clears throat> it was EC3 and Drew Galloway in a match with Aaron Rex as the, the guest referee. Excuse me. Um, EC3 won the match, and after the match, uh, Drew Galloway, I guess, had a little bit of a, I wouldn't say tizzy fit, but I would say a little bit of anger came out, and he took his anger out on Aaron Rex, uh, which led to him this week explaining his ex- making his explanation to the fans that basically what goes around comes around, you never, and you don't know what you got till it's gone. Sure. So, mm-hmm. um. I'm I'm guessing basically he's saying that uh he should have been the number one contender because that was the match made for that, which was who whoever won would be the number one contender to main headline the Bound for Glory pay per view coming in October second. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, couldn't come at a better time though, if you think about it. True. True. It, it was definitely time for a heel turn, and I think they went the right direction of doing that because, as I was telling Gerard at the beginning of the show, any any wrestler at, at some point in time to some degree does turn heel, whether it's full-blown or just for the sake of a feud or just general storyline, it happens, and it shows you how well these superstars can play both sides of the fence. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Um, yeah. The next, the next thing was uh, this week was uh, Mike Bennett and Bobby Lashley. Uh, they had a match for the heavyweight title. Um, as we know, his friend Moose, uh, he brought Moose back to TNA uh, as his partner slash help. Uh, whatever you want to call it, to help him win the title from Bobby Lashley. And they did the number one contenders match, and Mike Bennett took out all of them, including Moose. And when they had the match, um, there's a weapon that was distributed between the two that they share and have been using. Uh, (laughs) When Mike Bennett knew that Bobby Lashley was down, he reached to Moose for the the piece of equipment Moose pulled away when he when Bennett got off the ramp off the ring off the ramp off the ropes and turned Bobby Lashley mm-hmm. speared him and retained the title. So my question was that I asked Gerard too as well: Do we see a, a rematch for this upcoming? Uh, will they make this match at Bound for Glory? And also, do we see uh, Moose siding with Mike Bennett and staying with Bennett? 
or going with Lashley, or do we see him going on his own and going after the title himself? Well, first off, first part of the question he asked about, do we see this matchup coming into pay-per-view? Do we see a rematch? First of all, I would say the answer is yes. I think a lot of people won't see them go at it one more time. Do we see it coming up at Bound for Glory? Yes, because I mean you gotta have you gotta. This thing is getting so big, you just it won't it won't. As we always say, when I talk about the rest of news and bits, rest of news and views on the shows. I mean, sometimes it might get too big to fit. We have to try to find a way to make it fit. And the thing about it is, in this case, this this is right here would, would fit perfectly at a pay per view of that caliber. Caliber because Bound for Glory, of course, like I said, is what is TNA as of course what WWE would do stuff like, of course, you know, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, Survivor Series, and all that stuff. Uh, so yeah, you need to have it. You need to have a match of that caliber and all that for even a TNA pay per view pay per view to try to, to even try to compete with. Um, mm-hmm. Right, so I mean, I would say I would say that. And as for uh, God, what was the other thing you asked? What was the last thing you asked? Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I was talking. Do, do I, we I, see? I, I, okay, do we see Moose sticking and being Mike Bennett's partner sidekick, or do we see him siding with Bobby Lashley and them attacking Bennett, or do we see Moose going on his own? And say to hell with the both of them, and making a run for the title as well. And then maybe that would lead to possibly a, a three-way of those three for the title at Bound for Glory. Okay, right. Okay, Moose. Moose is a very excellent competitor. I gone back and looked at a couple of, of, of clips of some of his matches. Uh, Dynamite competitor in his own right. Um, you know, after what I, of course, you admit what Mike Bennett had done to him. You know, it wouldn't make really make any sense to. And this is from my personal opinion. Without really, he would not make it any bit of sense for him to, you know, go back and, and side with the guy who, kind of, you know, that he that he well, that you know, that attacked him. I mean, it wouldn't make any sense to me. But, but um, my personal opinion, as I say in wrestling, anything can happen. Right. Uh, but my personal take, I think he goes on his own and goes for the belt himself. Because if he's that great, because like I say, he's a very he's a dynamite competitor, and you know, I mean, he could he he could he could still go on his own and still somehow, for example, maybe even help Lashley, you know, hold on to the belt. But but like I said, you know. He can also he can go on his own and try to save the, try to win that himself. But I think either way, I think Moose Moose doesn't need to be alongside anybody. I think he needs to be on his own. I think he really needs to have a, his own opportunity at the belt. If, if, you think about it, if, if he wasn't that good a competitor team, they wouldn't thought about bringing him over in the first place. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I, I'll say he goes on his own. My personal opinion. Right. Another story that we touched upon is the uh, the feud segment right now between the tag team title holders Decay and Broken Matt and Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Um, 
as we know, a couple, like two or three weeks ago, there was a semi-love feud starting between Bram and Rosemary, um, yeah. which led to the her taking to him to some barn to explain to him why she is the way she is. Is how he she put it to him. Uh, yeah. Bram basically at the end looked at her and told her that she was crazy and mm-hmm. that scared her up and come to find out Crazy Steve and Abyss came out of nowhere, which had to have been close by, I'm sure, uh, taking <clears throat> Bram out and they put him into the back of a car that they were driving at the time. Um, do we see or do you see Bram making a return to – okay, let me say one more thing. The original idea was Rosemary was basically trying to play over Bram to become a part of Decay to make the faction bigger for them. Right. <clears throat> he did not. He obviously did not fall for that. He saw the true side of her. Um, do we see Bram making a return next week and ruining their shots and them losing the titles, or will he return at Bound for Glory? When the actual, because next week the tag titles are not on the line. At Bound for Glory, the tag team titles are on the line. Mm-hmm. And do we see Bram uh, interrupting or, you know, interfering with the match and causing Decay the title so that the broken ones get the title? Right. Well, you know, from what I've, like I also did a little bit of reading on this too. Uh, I would think uh, this could go. First of all, first of all, I would say this could go either way. It could really, go the other way, either way. But what I really think, yeah, they agree with me too. Okay. Anyway, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, what I think would happen is that I think he. That they have the tag title match, and nothing happens until Bound for Glory. And and midway through the match, um, when it appears that either side, say like a scenario here would be like midway through this match, that that whomever is you know um, competing for either for both sides, are down in the middle of the ring, and whoever is outside the ring is either knocked out or occupied with something else, maybe. This is just, for, this is just a perspective here. True. Uh, right. This is not, I mean, this, this probably won't happen at all, but I'm just saying it from a, from a certain angle. That somehow right. Brand comes out at Bound for Glory, and during this scenario does come into play, and he 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 gives everybody the notion that he's going to join up with decay. He gives mm-hmm. everybody, the notion. but what actually happens is is that he well, I, and I forget what his finishing maneuver is. Forgive me because I didn't catch up that all that much on it. But he uses it on whoever the member of decay is and leaves him laying and puts whoever one of the Hardys is in the ring and puts, drapes their arm over, over them and somehow the referee gets, 
is somehow also the referee's knocked out too. By the way, this has to happen. That has to happen too, obviously. Um, right. And and the, and the referee notices that one of the Hardys' arms is over one of the members of of, of Decay, and one, two, three, boom, the Hardys become champion. Right. So I mean, uh, I've seen something similar similar to that happening, but something along those lines. Right. But still yeah. kind of hard to say because, uh, like you said, anything can, as I said before, anything can happen in wrestling. That's right. Another question um, I'll ask you that I asked Gerard too. Um, any, any of the current TNA superstars or knockouts, in your opinion, you feel are underrated? They're not. Uh, their talent is not utilized the way that it should be. That's a good. That's a very good question. Uh, hmm. That's a very very. Hmm. Uh, well, oh man, that is kind of stumped them a bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, but that, but but but, but that, that that's that, that's how good a question it is when you get stumped. Um, <laughs> there may there may be you know. A handful of, I mean, I don't know how many, I don't know how many, I don't know how many male and female wrestlers TNA has on their roster. I'm sure they have, do not have as many as what, of course, like what WWE or Ring of Honor or any of them have. Um, I'm sure TNA has a kind kind of a handful, so to speak. Uh, I would say maybe a majority of them are underrated. I can't really give anybody specific because I haven't looked at it. I've looked at it, but I haven't looked at it that much in recent memory. Uh, I would have to say I would have to say maybe a majority of of the uh, talent that they've got. I mean, keep in mind about who you keep hearing about all the time. Let's do it from this angle. Let me rephrase it. Let's put it from this angle. I don't want to hold up the show here, but I'm going to say this. Keep in mind about who they talk about a whole lot more these days. They talk about the Hardys. They talk about Lashley. They talk about uh, Mike Bennett. They talk about EC3. They talk about all these other guys. A whole lot more, ten times more than they do, I'm sure, the remainder of the talent, which is a whole bunch of talent out there right now in TNA. Right, and they got some great superstars. It's like I said with, like I said, you know, on some of the about the, some of the other stuff that we've talked about before. The thing about it is, in order to make a show work, you need to make sure you try to utilize everybody that you have, because if you don't, you know, you end up losing them, and then you know, it's going to end up hurting you, and you're going to regret it in the long run. So, just from just so just from my perspective here. I mean, even I would have to say now, one that's been in TNA a long time who is still there, who I think is not being used as often, is Abyss. Yeah. One. I mean, Abyss was in so many major stores. I mean, he he even held the world title for 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 a good amount of time. For crying out loud, back at uh, how long ago was that? Uh, oh gosh, uh, five, six, seven years ago. I mean, maybe more than that. 
So, I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll say that then. I'll say that then. I'll say that then. I'll say this. As long as he's been there, I mean, for I mean, I think the last few years he has not been used, and he's been pushed down to make way for a lot of the other guys. These other guys to start to start coming into play. You know, like, like I said, like guys like Drew Galloway, guys like Aaron Rex, guys like uh, uh, Mike Bennett, DC um, three, and all them. I mean, business has been pushed to the side. So right. I would say Abyss would be one of, would be one I would have to really focus on. Um, <clears throat> another question. I don't know if I asked you this or not. Uh, we talked about TNA stars that have left, um, and we were. At, I, I asked Gerard if there were any TNA stars that had left that he would like to see return. Uh, would love to hear your opinion on that as well. Uh, teenage stars that have that have that have left that you like to see come back. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, well. Mm, well, if. Hmm, well, one I would say would. Possibly, and this is going to be a real big shot in the dark. I mean, he's doing very successful elsewhere right now. I'd say AJ Styles. Yeah, that's a good choice. Because TNA, because if y'all would, I'm sure y'all would agree with this. TNA did make AJ Styles a star. That's true. I mean, I, I mean, that's just me. I mean, I think that's, I, I think that's correct. I mean, nobody really heard of him that often until he, until he became a part of that. I mean, in my opinion. Correct. Right. Uh, somebody else? This is going to be also a long shot here, too. I mean, Michelle, you might kind of enjoy this one. Uh, it was a former tag team partner of James Storm. Chris Harris. Yeah. Yes, yes, true. AMW, yes, America's Most Wanted. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and maybe some of those who who were like between TNA and WWE, maybe, who who may have been in both organizations, even though maybe one might be bigger than the other. You know, some I wonder those, where Chris Harris went. Uh, Gerard, do you know where he went to? Might have stepped away. I have not. Uh, I have not uh, heard that much ever since he. Uh, no, that's not what I wanted. his Wikipedia up. Uh, 
doing. Mm, last time he mainly re- re- wrestled, uh, he made one more return to TNA five years ago. Uh, it was around the time where I believe um, uh, Hogan and Bischoff, I think, were still a part of it. But it mentioned somebody he became he became a part of that group called Immortal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he was um, it was in May twelfth, two thousand eleven. Tapings of Impact where he was introduced by Matt Hardy as his partner in their TNA World Title match against Beer Money. Harris made his in-ring return on, the, on May 6th at a house show in Fort Smith, Arkansas. He was Matt Hardy against Beer Money in a losing effort. On May 15th at Sacrifice, Harris and Hardy failed in their attempt to win the team. They were attacking titles from Beer Money or when Storm pinned Harris after a move called a death sentence. After the event, it was reported that team they had chosen not to use Chris Harris again. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I remember that. I that. Right, uh, and uh, the only other thing I have heard is a small thing in his personal life. In 1999, he married his girlfriend of four years, and also that same year, he appeared in a video for a song by Clay Davidson called I Can't Lie to Me. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, of course, he also had one... Uh, one uh, um, he had a small run in WWE in 08. He was known as Braden Walker. I remember him. Yeah. yeah, that's right, yeah. During the ECW, the watered-down ECW, he was released on... He signed on in January of 08. He was released from his contract in August of 08, so he only stayed there about seven months. Not even seven months. Right. So, so it doesn't say if he's doing anything in wrestling now or not. Hmm. That's uh, very shocking because honestly, I thought that you know he would go somewhere because you know he's that's great talent right there. Well, he's a great yeah. He's Chris Harris is a great talent. Uh, um, but uh, you, you talk about somebody else like underrated. I mean, I think he was. I think after, I think the only promise he had was when he was with partners with James Stone when he did America's Most Wanted. You know, a lot of times he did the bidding for Jeff Jarrett when Jeff Jarrett was kind of was still reigning supreme in TNA. Uh, but after that, it just it just didn't it just faltered. It just didn't last that much longer after that. But it didn't say he has done any more wrestling in recent memory. Right. So, I mean, you know, I knew I had heard something about a character named Braden Walker, but I had no idea it was actually him. So, right. Yeah. Me neither, but I vaguely remembered it, but, you know, it's hard to remember everything. So, <clears throat> um, Gerard? Are you here, Gerard? must be still away. (laughs) 
Well, Chad, we thank you very much for joining us for the uh, very first show for our yeah. Q&A. Oh, I'm sorry, please finish. No, 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 you're fine. Go ahead. No, uh, I was going to say thank you very much. Uh, I was telling Gerard I didn't have a whole lot going on. I've been actually revamping. Uh, um, uh, actually, I was on. I, 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 I have been revamping a lot of the episodes, uh, especially the the one that looked like it was kind of out of order with the with the promotions, and I actually had to. The numbers were off by about one or two, so I had to go back and renumber every single one of them. There's like 177 of them that I've done already. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, so I'm, I've been revamping. I'm, I might be almost finished with that. I had to take it off of iTunes, so that way I can redo it. Uh, right. So a lot of that's been taken off of iTunes for the time being, but I'm going to put them all back. But I'm going to include this one in here once we get it, uh, once we get it officially situated. Gerard, are you back? Yeah. Hi. Hey. Are we ready to end it? Yes. We are any... Re- yeah. I got tongue-tied. <laughs> yes. We are ready okay. to end it. And it, the floor is all yours to take us out. Chad, thanks once again, and we will talk to you soon. All righty. This has been another... Well, the first episode of TNA main event. The people that participated were the host. Classy MLD, Chad the Boss Hinsha, and me, King NWO GTS. God bless. Good night. And stay in the ring. Good night, everybody. Thank you. Good night. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.